Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God on Launching Podcast. On today's episode, I am talking to Morgan Gillis. Now, she's been on the show once before. Um, back then, we were talking about uh, how to take advantage of using habits, all that stuff. This time, we're talking about Instagram and how to build connections and create relationships in the DMs. I know a lot of people might think that, you know, using DMs for this must be a sleazy way to get people, you know, to sign up for your course or whatever. But Morgan has a different approach and is all about building those true connections. It's no sleazy car salesman thing kind of a jing. <laughs> it's not that at all. Um, she has a really genuine approach to this. So I, I highly recommend you listening to this episode. But she really specializes in helping online coaches to generate leads and sales using Instagram. Now she has a free masterclass that's coming up. And after that, she has a course. Now if you do sign up for a course, Please say the Kent sent you. She will be thrilled to hear that, okay? But I can vouch for her course. I can vouch for her math class. It's truly amazing. She really knows what she's talking about. And there's really no fluff. She's just getting straight to the point. And the way she talks about it and how she delivers it and her method and her ecosystem, all of that, it's just beautifully laid out. So I can highly recommend that. And honestly, you don't really even have to take my word for it. You can just go to her Instagram page and just see all of the amazing testimonials that she's getting from the clients. I mean, they truly speak for themselves. So if you want to really get good at using Instagram for your business, this is the girl that you got to talk to. I promise you. But I'm not going to bore you with any more of that. I'm going to listen to the episode. And I promise you're going to get tons of value from it. And uh, if you do nothing else, sign up for free mass class at least. But if you want some more, sign up for Instagram course. All right, let's dig into the episode. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. All right, welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wesker, as usual. And today I have Morgan Gills with me, and she's been here on the podcast once before. Don't remember quite the episode, but it's a little while ago. Uh, but back then, we were talking about habits, but things have changed since Morgan you know, work with habits. Now she's working with Instagram. She's killing it. Uh, I've seen, you know, her clients just, uh, yeah, they're all over, you know, the stuff that Morgan teaches. So it's great to have you, Morgan. Welcome. Man, it's it's so cool to be back on here. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped too, because this yeah. is, you got, you got a gold mine going on here. The testimonials that you get from your clients, it's amazing. And you keep on sharing them. It's like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because right before we hopped on here, I was I'm like, I'm launching again, right? We'll get into that. But I'm yeah. sitting here and I'm like, okay, I got to edit this testimonial. I got to edit this testimonial. I'm like having my VA subtitle some stuff. Like I'm literally doing that exact task right now. Yeah. But what I love about it is that you leverage those testimonials in so many great ways. I mean, it's not just one here, one there, you know, but you 
basically taking everything that's coming through your DMs or emails, or whatever, and just really utilizing it. Mm-hmm. And that's actually maybe something that we should talk about too, when it comes to Probably. like building, <laughs> building your business on Instagram, especially like when you're just getting started is like, you really need to lean into that stuff. Like people need to know what you do and like how you can help people. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that enough. Yeah. I remember the last time we launched, all I did was kind of just share it and just, you know, I'll let the testimonial speak for itself and just send people over to your Instagram page. And that was it. Yeah, totally. Uh, You sent people my way and they hadn't even like, they hadn't even watched my masterclass. They just like, didn't even really know me. They just got on the sales page and they were like, all right, here's my credit card. I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, But obviously maybe a few people haven't heard the last episode. So they know who you are, what you do, who you help. So let's just do the introduction. Uh, Yeah, my name is Morgan Gillis. Um, Basically, my whole MO is I want to help 10,000 coaches go full time online. Um, And the way that I do that is I do it with Instagram. So I'm kind of like, you know, my my little one sentence in my bio is basically like I help coaches get clients on Instagram. And yeah, my focus is really like lead gen and sales pretty much. That's it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I uh, haven't had too many people talk about Instagram on this podcast. Um, and obviously, Instagram is also changing. I hear, heard, heard some things about some updates. I don't know if you up to speed on that. But uh, it seems like they're really pushing video, kind of like Facebook has done in the past. Um, is that is that correct? Yeah. I, I like... <laughs> People are going to find this funny when they listen to this podcast because <laughs> I actually I actually don't pay that much attention to like Still. all this stuff that the algorithm is doing. Like I don't pay that much attention because my strategy is almost like it's kind of independent of the algorithm. Like I teach people mm-hmm. how to build relationships and when the algorithm gets moody, it's, it's kind of like you kind of exempt yourself from that a little bit. But you are right. Like they are moving toward video, I think. There was some announcement that happened a week ago or something where they pretty much outright said, like, this is no longer a photo sharing platform. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, you know, videos being pushed, obviously, they're trying to, you know, compete with TikTok. And, you know, so like the dynamic is changing, the the creative is changing, you know, like mm-hmm. how we're expressing that. But I do see a lot of people freaking out about that. <laughs> and I don't know, I feel like what I teach is like, somewhat independent of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I would kind of agree with that because the way you take advantage of the algorithm is by creating those connections and building those relationships inside mm-hmm. of the DMs, basically. Totally. So yeah. they, you know, when we, you know, have that connection with people, relationship with people, obviously they're going to show up in your feed and they're going to show up in, oh, how was it? <laughs> they're going to show up in your feed and you are going to show up in their feed. Exactly. Uh, which is, which is, you know, outside of the algorithm in that sense, but still is part of the algorithm. Totally. And like something that people don't really think about is like, you know, like what is your business built on? Your business is built on relationships. Like the only reason you exist is to like serve your clients. And, you know, even if you are on like this platform and you have a ton of followers, okay, that's great. But people are going to buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And like every single time somebody signs up with me, it's like, it was your vibe. It was your connection. It's cause you know, we had a conversation in the DMS. And so, um, you know, when you know how to build relationships with people, you don't have to have like, you know, that's why people get so mad at the algorithm. They're like, I don't have 10K followers. I don't have 20K followers. Or this video doesn't have a million views or it's not going viral. But it's like, yeah, but you're missing the advantage of being small. The advantage of being small is you get to have that like high touch one-to-one with people. 
And you don't need 10,000 followers. Like you can have, you know, you can add 50 of the right followers and be signing mm -hmm. high ticket clients, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, people look at your Instagram profile and it's not like you have 10K followers either, but you're crushing it because you don't need it. Just like you said, it's about, again, it's about quality instead of quantity. Totally. And even if you look at mine, like I have, you know, I say this in like quotation marks for people <laughs> that are like, you know, listening to this on audio, but um, I have like, it looks like I have 2,500 followers, but hey, my account used to be a personal account. And for mm. the longest time, and even, you know, like I've only been really doing the Instagram lead gen and sales thing for the past, probably 18 a months, year? like a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half, yeah. Um, and so maybe not even, like we're probably approaching that. So yeah. realistically, I would say about a thousand of my followers or less are like true people who are interested in what I have to offer. But like, if you look at my page and you see the kind of results that I'm bringing in that we'll talk about, like, mm -hmm. I'm not having a shortage of clients, you know, and yeah. I don't have 10K by any stretch. Exactly. And uh, if we're going to talk about, you know, people wondering, oh, what's the secret to Instagram? This is mm -hmm. it that, you know, creating those relationships building the no like and trust factor totally yeah is it okay if i like dive into that a little bit like give people yeah. a couple steps for like hey this Absolutely. is how you do it um Absolutely. so like basically so i when i started like instagram uh marketing and getting into that world like this is back in 2014 which was basically i think instagram got created in like 2012 right so 2014 <laughs> when i started managing these instagram accounts like you could just put a hashtag on something and you get so many likes and so many comments and so many follows. And it was like super easy uh, to grow your account. Like the analogy I could give you is like when you, you go to the gym and you're like new at working out and you get all these like beginner gains, you know, um, that's kind of how it was on Instagram, but like, it's very different now. It's so much, you know, this word gets thrown a lot around a lot, but it's like more saturated, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. There's just more people on here. The reach isn't the same. I'm not, I don't know all the inner workings of why it is the way it is on Instagram or why the algorithm does whatever it does. Um, but it just, organic reach just doesn't go as far as it used to, right? Hashtags don't go as far as they used to. Um, those days of putting the right hashtag and getting, you know, 50 followers from one post, they're, they're just, they just don't exist on Instagram anymore. Um, so people are kind of frustrated about that, but sort of the way around that is, kind of taking the approach that I advocate for, which is like, you don't actually need all of what you think you need. You don't need the 10K followers. You need very specific followers. You need the right followers. And so the way to do that is, you know, basically what I break down, like in my Instagram course is, Hey, the first thing you need to do is you need to know who the heck are you looking for? You know, like where might that person be hanging out, um, you know, on Instagram, who might they be following? And you you know, you kind of reverse engineer in a sense mm -hmm. where your ideal client might be. So let's say, um, let's say you're a, a manifestation coach. Um, okay, great. If you teach law of attraction, maybe people are following the hashtag law of attraction or they're following, um, you know, different manifestation coaches or stuff like that. Like those people would be following that stuff because they're interested. And so you go there and that essentially is like a concentrated room of people who you've already pre-proven to be interested in what you do. Right? Mm -hmm. And so you go there and, and you build relationships with those people. And, you know, I teach something called like you went through the course, I teach something called like the three, two, one follow method. And it's just a way of essentially what that is, is like, it's the outreach piece of what I teach. It's 
how do you start conversations with these people that like don't know you? Like, how do you start these conversations from nothing um, in a way that doesn't feel weird and that actually gets people to respond back to you and, you know, doesn't seem yeah. pushy or forceful or like you're trying to cold pitch someone. Right. And then and then it's about knowing, um, you know, how do you actually build those relationships? And I, I give a flow for that of like, you know, I call it SIVO, like connect intro value offer. And it's like, you connect to these people, you make some sort of introduction, and you lead with value. And that could mean a bunch of different things. It could mean, you know, con- it could mean connecting them with someone, it could mean offering them a book recommendation, it could mean, you know, offering them a freebie that you have giving them some, you know, a cool thing for coaches, like I teach coaches, right, is you can do mini coaching sessions in the DMs, you can do like little mini coaching snippets in the DMs, but it's value, right? Mm-hmm. And when you lead with that, and you start a relationship with people like that, that you just, you're not trying to pitch them anything. You're just trying to connect with them, get to know them and lead with value. Now, when you go post your content, now when you go post your stories, your stuff stands out above above everyone else because Mm -hmm. they actually know you and you've talked with them kind of before you talk like at them in a sense. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about, you know, the elephant in the room about this, you know, uh, connecting with people through the DMs. I, I assume a lot of people are probably thinking, well, you know, that's kind of the sliding into DMs and then, you know, hi, and then you just throw out a pitch and, you know, you ruin kind of everything. Um, a lot of people are probably uncomfortable doing that. And obviously that's not the way we want to do it. Mm-hmm. So how is that? How do we change that mindset? Um, yeah. How do we change that mindset? That's a, that's a great question. And I think you and I know this well, is that the universe responds to intention. I don't know how down the whole um, spiritual manifesting rabbit hole. Let's, let's dive in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the universe like responds to intention, right? And it's about the vibration that you hold when you go into an interaction like that. Mm-hmm. If you are going into that interaction, like very needy, and you're kind of like, I need this sale, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to come across when you connect with that person. Yeah. But if your intention is more like, okay, I just want to connect with this human, like as a freaking human. And, and like the way I teach people too, like when I say, Hey, go find the, fi-, I call it like, go find the fishing holes, right? Like where your people are hanging out you would be smart to find fishing holes that align with you in a sense. So let's say there's a, I'll I'll give you an example. There's a business coach who, so like I obviously I'm, I'm a business coach, right? So I might go to other business coaches pages where my ideal clients are hanging out. But if there's a business coach who's into like, you know, um, Gucci and drinking martinis by the beach and is very kind of like showy, that's not me. Right. But if there's now another business coach who is, I don't know, like a little bit more, how do I want to say this? Like, well, sort we, of, we kind of have some common grounds, I guess. That's what yeah, we're looking for. Totally. Um, if you do your outreach in like, and you've reverse engineered these accounts, right, where they really match with you anyways, you're going to have so much common ground to connect on. And it's no different than dating, right? Like if you show mm-hmm. up on this date with someone and you have no common ground, it's going to be like, it's going to be like pulling teeth. <laughs> But if you show up and there's some commonalities and you're like, oh, like you vibe with that. I vibe with that too. It's so easy to connect. You literally like your business plan becomes one line. You just meet cool humans. And so it's about like, it's partially about reverse engineering the fact that the people you are reaching out to are already your person. Like you already think, hey, 
I vibe with this person like almost on a friend level. Like if they turned into a client, they'd be a soul line client because I already, we energetically, we already match. But then also your whole intention in the outreach phase, it's not to sell. It's not to pitch. It's literally to make someone's life better. It's to connect with someone and offer them value and make their life better. And that's it. Uh, when you say not pitch, obviously you talked about, um, you know, uh, giving value in form of a lead magnet. Now, some people will probably see that as a pitch because you're getting into somebody's uh, funnel. Um, but obviously, mm -hmm. you want to time that. You don't want to just, hey, how are you? few connections and then just, hey, I got a lead magnet. This is for you. Totally. A hundred percent. And I'm glad that you brought that up too because it's like people have done that to me. And you know how it feels when someone does that to you. They yeah. don't even know you. They have no idea about your situation. And then they're like, hey. Would you, you know, go download this thing or go join my Facebook group? It's free. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's free. But like, you don't know me. Like, you have no idea if I even need this or not. And you're just like asking this thing of me already. Versus mm -hmm. if you just have a conversation with them and you just connect with them and you get to know them, you are naturally going to find, especially like you also do have an intention of like, hey, maybe this person is at some point an ideal client right? You don't really want that up front because it's just like way too soon. You know, it'd be like proposing <laughs> on the first date. This is the girl <laughs> I won't marry. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but maybe later down the line you figure, oh, they have a actually like they're struggling with this thing that you help with. Wow. There's, this is like, it's, it's valuable versus it's just like noise kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, we touched on a lot of good points there. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, you know, Instagram is not dead by any means in the way you kind of speaking about it. Because, I mean, yeah, they're doing some changes and things are just moving up and the reels, you mm -hmm. know, obviously it's doing a huge thing. I know you use reels a lot as well. Um, what's your experience with reels? Have you seen any peaks with it? Yeah, and I'll be I'll be so super candid with this right now. Like, that's just me in general. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to give you the truth whether you want it or not. Um, but like reels, I, I, I remember, I what was it almost a year ago? It would have been like nine months ago when they first came out or something like that. Or maybe it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember I first started using them and I was getting, you know, maybe like 25,000 views or something. Like I was getting more views than I had followers basically on the reels. Um, and even in my last launch, I was still getting quite a few views. I notice now, um, I'm launching again and I started to post some more reels. The views are definitely less. So I'm not sure if like Instagram is, is pushing it less or if I just don't know, like I haven't fully figured out reels yet to be like quite candid with you. Mm. Um, but I do notice that the reels I post now are not getting the same amount of views as they were before. Right. Um, do you have any experience with that? Uh, no, I can't say that I do. Uh, mm -hmm. But I would imagine that, you know, obviously things when when things first come out, obviously it's, get, it's not that many people on Instagram using Reels. Mm -hmm. Now, a year later, obviously a lot more people using it. So it's maybe harder to be seen to be pushed to, you know, whatever the future, yeah, future Reels or something like that. So obviously it's totally. hard to get noticed probably. Yeah, I, I honestly don't have like the full picture on it yet. And I probably need to go, you know, figure some of that stuff out and like invest some time to figure out, okay, well, are your reels down just because Instagram thinks they're not great reels? Or are they just down because like, that's just how the algorithm is working right now? I'm actually mm -hmm. not sure. Um, 
but that's, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm kind of back to the same thing where I just don't really, I'm not so reliant on that stuff. I'm not so reliant on those metrics. I'm like, no, but I have a different strategy. That's like, that's why I'm not like, oh my God, the algorithm changed. I need to go frantically figure it out. I'm like, no, I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Although, however, I should probably figure out, hey, how can I get some more invisibility with these things? Yeah. But this is what you get with Morgan. She's just honest with you. No BS, just (laughs) straight up. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No fluff. I love that about you. Um, what are some of the biggest mistakes that people are making with Instagram? Because obviously there's probably a few, Um, a lot. I don't know. (laughs) Biggest mistakes that people are making. Who are we talking to exactly? Like, are we talking to a lot of coaches or are we talking to... I would say, you know, coaches, course creators, people like that. Okay. Um, some of the biggest mistakes I would say, well, we, we kind of talked about one of them is, and this is like not just Instagram specific, like this is just in general, but also people don't leverage us enough is like, you know, what's a huge mental trigger. I talk a lot about, you haven't seen the version 3.0 of the course, but I like put all this like, (laughs) um, business sales, psychology stuff in there, marketing, whatever. Um, but like one of the biggest like mental triggers is, is, is social proof, right? Like Mm -hmm, we're just, mm -hmm. that's, we want to know that it works. And when we see that it's working for someone else, like we're a lot more likely to, you know, eliminate those objections of will this work for me? Do I trust this person? All that kind of stuff. Um, and so like a lot of people just, they just don't leverage enough um, social proof and results. And, you know, I, I teach people to like set up their story highlights in a way where it almost kind of becomes their website. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, yeah, because you don't have a website. I still don't have a website, dude. (laughs) I still still works. I know. Like, it's just crazy though. It's like, how do you do 30 K sales month? You don't have a website. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, my Instagram page is my website, you know? Um, which that's a whole other side tangent because I'm going to, we're going to go a little bit down the, we're we're going on a side (laughs) tangent guys. I'm sorry, but I'm really passionate about this. But the thing people don't realize about websites, like marketing in general, like, you know, my mentor taught me, this is like TLC. Have you heard that? Like, um, Oh, yeah. well, well, there's two different types of uh, TLCs probably, but yeah. Yeah. So um, like one of my mentors, um, his, his name's Tarek uh, or Tarek. He's from Trinidad. Um, but he would, he, you know, back in the day when I was first getting into this stuff, he's like, it's, it's really, you have to think about TLC, right? Like traffic lead conversion. Yeah. And a lot of people, I see so many new coaches making this mistake, especially like I see a lot of health coaches doing this. And maybe I'm pulling, like I used to be into health coaching and the, the whole thing, the whole push was like, you got to build your website. You got to build your website. Yeah, that's cool, guys. But like, essentially what your website is doing, it's positioning you with credibility and authority. It's showing, you know, your story. Um, it's showing you know, some of the results that you have. Um, but essentially, the website is like kind of like the L part. It's where somebody would like turn into a lead, right? Mm. But and then, you know, they would schedule a call with you or something. And later they'd they'd see they would they would convert, right? So traffic lead conversion, but like your website's almost like more of the L in the traffic leads conversion. So people spend all this time and money and energy, like building a website when they don't realize that they still need to send traffic to that website. Like if you Mm. build a website, nobody is going to go there unless you send them there, (laughs) you know, you still need traffic. But the cool thing about Instagram is the traffic and the lead are actually one. They're actually Mm. together. There's a boatload of people already on there. And 
if you've ever had this experience, like anyone listening, you put this link in your bio and you, you know, how many people like click onto that external link? Like it's hard to get people off the platform. They're on the platform. It's like Newton's third law of motion or whatever law, first law of motion. It's like object at rest wants to stay at rest and object in motion wants to stay in motion in the exact same speed and direction it's already going. It's kind of like people on Instagram. It's actually kind of hard to pull them off the platform. And so the hack to that whole thing is just don't try to pull them off the platform. Put your website on the platform and have it, you know, have your about me page, your your story highlight, as I call it, on Instagram. Have your results highlight on Instagram. Post your results on Instagram. Um, and, you know, you can still have that link in your bio. You can still have your basically your bio be your business card and where they can take the next step and all that stuff. But you're putting it all in one place on the platform where they're already hanging out instead of trying to get them to do this thing that they have so much resistance to, which is like getting off the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a mistake too, right? Like people mm-hmm. trying so hard to push people somewhere externally when they could just leverage what's right in front of them, if you will. Yep, I totally agree. So that doesn't mean you know I have a website. So I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what's that? I have a website, so I haven't gone down gone down that road yet. But um, but yeah, I can see that that you know it's a tremendous value for people to have everything on Instagram instead of pulling people away. Totally. And like, for the record, I do just want to put a disclaimer here. Look, I should have a website. I absolutely <laughs> should have a website. And that's probably coming down the track sooner but rather than later. However, without it. So it's not a priority. Yeah. Uh, I just think that a way for you to get started really quickly, like you don't necessarily need all the things that you think you need. Should you build yeah. a website down the line? Of course you should, especially now I'm getting into ads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I need it to be more cohesive, but in the beginning, especially when you're in that stage where you may not even have proof of concept and stuff like that, it's like, don't spend all your time over here when you don't even know if people are interested in this offer, you know, mm-hmm. get that but first. You're still getting those leads on an email list somehow. Totally. You can still, totally. Of course you can. Yeah. So how are you doing that? Um, for me right now, I don't have a crazy strategy on that. Um, <sighs> So really the whole thing that's built, all my list has been built from so far is me using the exact same system that I teach, no website, just using my Instagram account. Um, and it was my whole list I have right now, which is not big at all. It's like 385 people, but they're all people that have registered for my masterclass. Um, mm-hmm. So that's how I've built my list so far. Yeah. I'm really excited because I'm getting into um, paid ads um, and... I'm getting into building a quiz funnel. Um, mm-hmm. So there's going to be some more leads coming in from ads. And I'm going to actually put this, this quiz, um, sort of this quiz funnel in front of the ads so that I get cheaper leads from the ads. Um, and that's being hosted on a platform. Have you ever heard of Try Interact? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So some people will come just from that platform, but some people from ads as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like down the line, but so far it's just literally been my Instagram strategy. And I would be like, Hey, I'd build those relationships. I'd offer people my masterclass. They'd be like, yeah, I'm super interested. They click the link in my bio, they sign up and now they're on my list. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, how do you, I mean, you obviously have the stories, reels, Instagram TV posts. How do you leverage all of those in the best way? I guess. Um, how do you leverage them all in the best way? So it's like all the different types of posts you mean? Yeah, well, you have stories. So how do you use that to, you know, make best use of that? And then you have posts, 
in your reels, uh, Instagram TV. I don't know if that's still relevant, but yeah. How do you use each of those components so that you can get the most out of it? Yeah. So um, the big thing is the big, the big thing is like, I kind of teach um, stories as more like, as more your vlog in a sense, you're kind of just like, you want to bring people along for the ride. And what that, what I, the big piece that I see in stories, there's, there's two main things that stories do um, that so many other platforms, like let's say YouTube or something like you just don't have access to these tools on these other platforms. So stories is cool because especially right now, people are just, people are just like craving authenticity. Like they're craving something that's genuine, someone that's real. And stories are a really cool place where you can just really be you and not have to be flash, right? It's literally like you're just taking them along for the ride with for you day in the life and they get to see the true you, right? If you have a sense of humor, show up like that. You know, if you, I don't know, like I post randoms, you know, just things that like get people to connect with you. Like all the time I'm wearing these weird blue block, blue blocker glasses that just make me look good, total nerd, but I'm a health nut. Right. And so I showcase a little bit of that. I love Justin Bieber, which is probably weird. And I showcase a little bit of that. I love like manifesting in angel numbers and I show a bit of that. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are afraid, especially with coaching and stuff like that. Like you understand the value of niching down. A lot of people are afraid to niche down. Um, but the cool thing about, well, they won't put themselves in a box. Right. And the cool thing about stories is it really allows you like this freedom and this flow of, I don't always have to be talking about Instagram lead gen and sales on my stories. I do, but it's also like, I, it's like, I get to talk about whatever the F I want and it keeps me from feeling like I'm in that box. So I think that's one hugely powerful piece of stories is just showcasing you and your personality because ultimately people are going to buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And it's a great way to build know, like, and trust in a way that's not like super staged with like feed photos or something like that. Yeah. Um, and the other cool thing, like, th- th- I mean, there's a bunch of things, but another main thing is the polls, the questions, the quizzes that you can do, um, countdown timers and in, like, you know, for maybe a classes that you're running and stuff like that. Those are such a great way to start conversations. So a lot of times I'll teach people like, Hey, you know, put out some, some yes or no questions or some polls about, you know, like, what are you struggling with, with this, or would you prefer this or that and get people to just tap yes or no. Mm -hmm. And with that engagement, number one, it's market research, but number two, you loop that conversation back around to the DMS and you expand on the conversation. And oftentimes it leads to, yeah, I have this pain point. I'm really struggling here. And then you realize that you are the perfect fit. You are the perfect solution to that problem. And you're like, Hey, do you want to hop on a call? And they're like, yeah, boom, sale. Like so Mm -hmm. easy. Um, so that's like the main way that I see stories is building know, like, and trust, being able to be you. Um, and then also, you know, the engagement that you can have, the polls, the quizzes, all that kind of stuff, um, which you loop back around to the DMs. And then with the other content, like the feed content, you know, I generally see like reels to be more of a visibility thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's changing in the future, but up until this point, for the most part, Instagram's trying to compete with TikTok. And so they are getting pushed into the algorithm more. Um, So I see those as like a visibility. I see IGTV is like, if you're looking to do a long form piece of content, um, you know, it's almost like the YouTube version on Instagram where you can do something Mm -hmm. longer. 
Um, I have some testimonial videos I'm putting out that are like very raw, very unedited that I'm just going to put on IGTV. So if people want to watch the full candid thing, they can. Um, Honestly, I haven't dabbled that much with lives to be totally real with you. Um, And then you have like your, your regular posts as well, but all those types of posts, the reels, the IGTV, the lives, that kind of stuff, they're, they're, they're content that, that stays there. Right. And you want that to be more about, you know, what you teach. So for me, like lead gen and sales, right. Posts that are answering maybe some of your ideal clients objections, um, some of their limiting beliefs, things that they need help with that you can help them with. But it's all stuff that, you know, James would talk about this, like one of our mentors is it stuff that creates desire and demand for your offer. And it's more specific to like what you actually do and what you actually help people with. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just went through launch last time and you did a 30 K month. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Cause I know you, you're eager to tell us about that. <laughs> We're about to get nerdy. <laughs> um, yeah. What do I want to say about that? Um, maybe I'll just tell it a little bit in like, I'll go into like a little bit of story mode, uh, for mm-hmm. this one. But basically this was like February, this is like February, I guess it would have been 2021. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I want to do a big launch. And I, I was like, what's like a crazy number that I could manifest? Like what's something that's just like, I've never done this before. And so I decided in my head, I was like, you know what, what if I manifested like a 40 K month, you know, like what if I did a 40 K launch? Like that would be crazy. And so I started like aligning with this and like writing it down on my affirmations and all this stuff. And I started to execute on the launch, you know, plan my content and my posts and, you know, get all my testimonials for this thing edited and, you know, prep my Mm -hmm. funnel and all this jazz. And I started to like get into the launch, like kind of into the launch runway, you know, that like pre-launch content that you're putting out, that's kind of setting things up for your launch. And I was like, I just had this sense because the algorithm had changed a bunch. And I felt like I was like, my story views, I swear to God, my story views are half. Why are my story views half? And I was just like, you know, like I was watching (laughs) myself do that classic thing where you're like, I don't know. You're like, it's like, does something to your self-worth or something. You're like, why are my story views in half? Like, do people not like this as much? And you have all these (laughs) thoughts running around in your head. Right. And even my posts, I was like, I feel like I'm not getting as many likes or like, I'm not getting as, as many comments or my reach is down. And I was just, I literally the thought in my head and I had to journal this stuff out at one point, I had to journal it out because it was wrecking my vibration for the launch because I was Mm -hmm. like fired up. I can manifest this. I can do this. And then my 3d reality was like not matching what I was trying to create. Yeah. And so I had to like literally write this stuff out. And I, I had this thought that just like came across my mind and I said, wait a minute, Morgan, wait a minute. You're getting mad right now because you, I literally thought like the thought in my head was the algorithm is freaking against me right now. Like, I don't know why, but the algorithm is against me. And that's not an empowering belief for a launch. (laughs) So (laughs) no, I was like, okay, how can I reframe this? And I was doing the journaling about it. I was like, okay, this is what I'm believing. Is this really true? You know, 100% true. No. Okay, what's more true? And I was like, the thought that came across my mind is Morgan, if your program works the way you say it does, you should be able to manifest this launch or you should be able to at least manifest a good launch, even if the algorithm freaking hates you. Mm -hmm. Like you 
theoretically are fairly independent of the algorithm. And so I was like, okay, this is going to actually be a legit test. And I felt like I had like, you know, half of what I should have had. And so, you know, I start doing this stuff and still putting out the content I'd planned, still doing that launch runway, um, but leveraging hard, leveraging the DMs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, what that does to the algorithm, I can, I can get into that in a minute and we can maybe talk about that in a second of how nerdy it can get and what you can do to kind of stack the algorithm favoring in your stack, the algorithm in your favor. But basically like I was still able, I didn't hit the 40 K, but I did hit a 30 K month. Mm -hmm. And this is when I truly felt like I literally felt, I was like, why is the algorithm picking on me? And I just went and I was like, Morgan, just do what you tell people to do. Just execute on this strategy. You know, I teach like the Instagram ecosystem and just see what happens. And I manifested my, my biggest month yet, my biggest launch yet. Um, and yeah, the algorithm I thought was like out to get me. <laughs> so <laughs> it's proof, you know, that all these this changes, like, yeah. it's just, you don't have to freak out so much about that. If you focus on relationships and conversations and you build yeah. some of that up, right? And reframe the way you did. Because if you hadn't done that, you would have shown up with the wrong energy, the totally wrong vibe, and the result could yeah. have been totally different. Could have been totally different. And I'm glad you point that out too. Like it's, you got to watch those mindsets that you come into things with. Mm -hmm. so what yeah. was it about, uh, was it the journaling that helped you the most kind of you know, getting things written down to maybe just have a look at this. This is what I'm thinking. This is what's reality as you talked about. Yeah. So I'd say two things, like maybe I'll dive first into like the mindset piece and then I'll dive second into like sort of the tactical, how do you manipulate the algorithm sort of piece. Yeah. Um, but in terms of mindset, it was first noticing like, Hey, these negative emotions are coming up. Well, first, first you set the intention of what you want. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I want to manifest this. Okay, great. I got the clarity, got the goal. Um, but then you start going down that path and you realize that you're not going where you think that you're going, or it doesn't seem like it's working and you notice these negative emotions coming up. And for me, that's the trigger of like, okay, this negative emotion is coming up. I must be thinking something that's off. So then I look at my thoughts and I'm like, okay, what am I believing to be true? Like three-step mindset framework that my, one of my past coaches taught me, what am I believing to be true at that time? It was the algorithm is literally against me. Step mm -hmm. two. Is this 100% for sure true? It's like, well, probably not. I'm probably exaggerating on some of this. I'm worst case scenario projecting into the future of what this means and all that crap. Mm -hmm. So I said no. And then step three is like, okay, what's more true? What do I want to believe to be true? And what I wanted to believe to be true in that instance was, hey, you know what? The strategy that I have in my hands is actually independent of the algorithm. And so it doesn't matter how moody, moody Instagram is right now. I can still manifest what I want. And so that's what I took into it. Um, so that would be like, how do you reframe, reframe the beliefs? But then in terms of the other manifestation thing that I was doing, um, this is uh, something a girl on Instagram turned me on to. Her name's Brandy Lott. Um, but she's like a manifestation coach. And she turned me on to this like three by 33 method. And so every single morning, I had a morning routine during that launch where I would get up, I drink water, go outside for a quick walk, kind of set the vibe in nature. And I would write down 33 times, thank you for the, I think I figured out I needed 33 people. So I was like, thank you for the 33 aligned AF students. And I wrote it like literally 33 times in the morning with coffee. Mm -hmm. So you're like really getting into it. Every morning. You know, every morning for like, I don't know, for like three weeks straight. I wrote it down 33 times. Took like what, five, 10 minutes or something. Yeah. Seems maybe crazy, but 
it's it gets you focused on like what do i want what do i want yeah. and so and it's doing something it's like, with your mind your head yeah and i don't know if anyone in a positive to this. way that is though you're not going crazy but it's a, it's a positive information i guess yeah you're just like tapping into the fact you know i r- write it down as like i'm so grateful for like it's already happened and mm-hmm. the exact thing that you want and so you're just kind of um you're just kind of like stepping into that new reality that hasn't quite shown up yet and yeah being grateful for it before it's happened yeah yeah and the tactical tactical side of this yeah so the tactical side of that um because you got to get your vibes right and um you know your mindset aligned with what you're doing but then the tactical side of this was you know i, I think a lot of people are fairly familiar with the content game like i don't know how much you talk about this but having a launch runway right where Mm -hmm. you're kind of strategically like warming people up for this thing that you're about to launch so you're putting out content that answers some of their objections about maybe time or money or will it work um you're putting out content that addresses some of their maybe limiting beliefs around stuff you're putting out content that adds value in a way that you know helps them and relates to what you offer you're maybe posting some social proof and so all that stuff was running Um, But that's the piece that I felt like the Instagram algorithm had control over. So I was like, okay, great. Um, What I ended up doing was I, um, I basically, oh, there's like, there's like so much to break down. I'm like, how do I start and keep this like high level? (laughs) But yeah, um, I kind of knew there's, I'm like, okay, there's so much to this. Um, But basically I kind of had an idea of the, the people that I thought were ideal, right? Um, people that had been liking my posts, people that have been watching my stories, like kind of what I teach in the course is like, pay attention to who is paying attention, right? And keep some like intuitive tabs on these people you think might be ideal. And so really what you want to do is those are the people that you want to be starting conversations with in the DMs when you are launching. Because now the Instagram algorithm, if you're talking to this person in the DMs, is like, oh, Sally and Morgan, they have a relationship. Okay, cool. We're going to show Sally more of Morgan's content. And so Mm -hmm. you want to strategically engage with those people that you think are really ideal. Because now when you're posting that content, there's a much higher chance that Instagram and its algorithm is going to show it to Sally. And so you're talking to Sally, you have a connection with Sally, you have a relationship with her. And she just happens to be seeing all these posts that are answering all the objections that you know that she has for this launch right and so that's part of it in terms of like how do you hack the algorithm to show your posts to those people which it's again it's based on relationships it's based on conversations um yeah and then the other part is i just noticed like i could make these posts and say hey click the link in my bio but even that like if somebody sees a post in the feed click the link in my bio that's a step that they have to go take to actually go to your profile and click the link And not that many people like just go click the link in your bio. Like it's surprising how little people do that when you make calls to action like that, unless they're like a super, super hot lead and they have a burning pain point and they're like, this is keeping me up at night. Please take my credit card. So part of it was like you build relationship with these people. Now they're seeing more of the content that you're putting out. And when it's time, you know, the five days before the masterclass, just personally invite them, just personally Mm -hmm. send them that DM and put the link right in their DMS. And Literally, I I got like 80 times, no, not 80 times, but like 10 times, let's say more signups for the masterclass by just building those relationships, 
having the algorithm warm them up and in, sort of indoctrinate them into the class. So they already know why they need it. And then mm-hmm. you just give them the personal invite right before it starts. And like so many more people. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, but you also took advantage of um, using email marketing Ooh, I and like DMs and all that stuff. I know we talked about that a little bit before we jumped on. And uh, yeah, talk about that a little bit. Totally. Um, so part of what I said is like, you kind of want to, you want to know who are those people that you want to strategically like invest your time and energy with when you're in a launch phase. And so some cool things. So let's, I'll put it to you this way. Like I did the masterclass and what happens is I'll do the masterclass and it's, it's a fire training. Like people love it. And then after the master, like on the masterclass, I open up the, the program. Um, but after the masterclass, I open it for six days publicly, like just on my Instagram account to anyone who hasn't seen the masterclass. Right. And so what I kind of saw is I could see, you know, on webinar jam with my analytics, like I could see, and, and, you know, webinar jam kind of talks to my email provider, like convert kit. Right. So I could see who, um, you know, who all registered for the masterclass. I could see who attended live, who mm-hmm. didn't or like who attended live, who saw the replay, who didn't see anything. Um, I could see, especially like the people who got into the the sequence, like the launch sequence, like they're getting emails, right? So now I can see on ConvertKit, who's opening the emails, who's clicking on the emails. Like you can literally see everything. You can see how long people are in the replay room, how long they're in the live room. Like you can see so much data. And so you can go through that stuff and be like, all right, of these emails, who's been opening them? Who's been clicking on them? And then you're like, okay, those are the people that I'm now going to go back to Instagram and strategically continue engaging even after the masterclass, because now you're in this launch phase on Instagram. They saw the masterclass. Maybe they didn't buy. But if you show up with those people and you stay in their field of awareness while they're watching all your launch content come out, while they've already seen the masterclass, while they're seeing all these testimonials come out, they're on the fence. Like you're literally like moving them off the fence. And so you kind of take this like super nerdy approach of like pretty much internet stalking people, (laughs) you know? Um, And then that informs you of like who to engage with. So hopefully that's like helpful for people, but you can, if you're using something like webinar jam or if you're sending out emails and stuff and they have those analytics, you can use that to inform you on who to strategically invest your time and energy, you know, in the DMS with, Mm -hmm. but if you don't, Hey, who's consistently watching your stories. Those are like the, like the people that give the most apps about what you do because they're always watching your stories and they know you better because you build more connection with them, right? Hey, of that launch content you posted, who are all the people who've been liking it? Like go through the likes. Who are they? Engage with those people. Who are the people who are leaving comments, right? Like who are the people who are already kind of, you can kind of, you're, they're already proven, proven interested in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you want to like invest more time and energy with basically. And how do you do that without, because I know the intention of that is maybe to get that sale for some people. So Mm -hmm. how do you kind of re-engage that conversation without feeling like you're pitching something? I would say like you say for some people, it's kind of getting that sale when I'm in launch phase, like my intention is totally that sale, right? Like (laughs) even the couple days before the masterclass, like my intention is totally that sale. Um, but what you have to think about too, that's why I say like the outreach that you do today or like the conversations that you have today will be the sales you make next month, right? Mm, so yeah. you have to think too, when you put in the work in advance to spend some time in the DMs, spend some time talking to people, 
um, they are already way more warmed up, right? So it's not like you're going to cold pitch them your offer or whatever. Um, but basically, let's say like during the the sales phase, right? Um, you know, where where the masterclass has passed, and then up into the point where you know, like the, the carts open basically publicly for the six days. I'm not pushing those people to a sale when I'm having a conversation with them for the most part. Like I'm still just having conversations with them because I want the algorithm to show them my launch content, which is me having a sales conversation with them, right? If they're seeing my testimonials and they're seeing me answering objections and they're seeing me post about my program outline, that's me selling without having to verbally sell to them in the DMs. Because the algorithm is doing it for me, right? However, Mm -hmm. as it's getting closer to cart close, and I see that, you know, Sally has been liking all my posts. I've been talking to her in the DMs. I know that she was on my masterclass. I know that she needs this. She's been opening on all my emails and she's clicked the last three when I said like, hey, there's 11 hours left. Yeah, I'm totally getting like, hey, so listen, I would might even just say honestly, like, hey, I see that you're like pretty interested in this. Like, I'm just kind of curious why you're on the fence Mm. it's very it's not like i'm gonna you know i'm not shoving it down her throat but i'm just like hey i (laughs) i just truly noticed that you're like very interested in this but you haven't pulled the trigger how come you haven't pulled the trigger Mm. you know and just come with like a tone of curiosity and yeah maybe they're it's not the right time or whatever but people are so scared to open up those conversations like yeah it's a service to Sally if she has no clients on Instagram and she has no idea how to do it. She clearly wants this, but like, it's not a disservice to be like, Hey, I'm just curious. Do you have any questions? Anything I can answer for you? It's you're doing the same thing that you would do in a sales call. You know, yeah, you're learning much. more answering objections, you know, just being curious. You're not like, I'm going to force you to buy this thing if you don't want it. <laughs> Still their choice. So Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we've been through, you know, everything from the beginning to the end of a launch and um, how that works for you. And you even got to showcase your launch and how it actually works without having to be concerned with the algorithm, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you have any last minute tips that you feel like we haven't discussed? Um, I would just say in terms of last minute tips, like really the big thing is Instagram can be such like a mental game in terms of the just like the views that you get in your stories and the likes and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And people get so hung up on it. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on that as much, you know, and these things like doing these things like follow loops and stressing out about the hashtags and all this kind of stuff. Like, first of all, I wouldn't even do follow loops to be honest, but just these like little things like the hashtags and stuff like that. And the views you're getting, like, don't freak out about that stuff. You know, it's, it's not even as big of a deal as you think it is. Focus on what really matters, with which is like building actual connections with real humans. And if you actually solve a problem for someone and you you do that relationship building piece, you're going to make sales. It's inevitable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you're launching again, obviously. So, mm-hmm. and you talked a lot about this. So, hopefully, people can see that you know this is um, something that they need. But um, I just want to ask one last question is that you talked about in the beginning that you want to help people go full-time online and Mm -hmm. this is obviously your passion so why is has that become your passion um this is my passion because it it was such a freaking struggle for me for so long 
Um, I remember being at, I'm like, like almost going to tear up, but I remember being at like a mastermind event, probably nine months ago, last October. And they asked me and they're like, why, why do you, why do you care? Like, why are you so motivated to do this? Like, if you see me on my story, sometimes you're like, does this chick sleep? Like what's going on? (laughs) Um, but like the thing that drives me is, um, for anyone who like knows my backstory, like I got into coaching uh probably in like 2016 and for a very long time like I had the certifications and I had the knowledge and I had all that stuff and I really couldn't figure out like I didn't have a lead gen strategy like I had the offer but I had no I didn't know how to get people on calls Mm -hmm. and so when I really finally figured this out and I literally went from making like a thousand bucks a month to like holy freaking crap I just made a 20k month insanity. I was like, I need to teach this to people. Like they need to know how I did this. So we'll link up everything in the show notes. Um, you know, the upcoming launch that you got. So people can click through that. Uh, it's a masterclass again, I presume. It is a masterclass. Yep. It's happening on July 28th. Yeah. July 28th. Yeah. So we'll link up that, obviously. Um, we'll link up your Instagram um profile mm-hmm. obviously because that's that's where you can connect with morgan obviously just i don't know do you have any other place that you can connect with you? not really no not really no just instagram <laughs> just instagram simple um um yeah so we'll link up all that um and you know, obviously for those who are listening what is your handle on instagram uh it's i am morgan gillis there it is yeah lovely yeah all right i just want to say thank you so much for joining me again uh, this time under some different circumstances, but uh, we got to talk a lot about Instagram and I love it. And I think you shared a lot of good things. So I know people are going to get a lot of value from it. And if you're on the fence about joining her course, don't be because it's really good. And you know, the, the version 3.0 is going to be even more amazing. Um, yeah. And Morgan is all about no BS. So if you like that, then check it out. Honestly, like at least rock up for the masterclass. Like people actually yeah. love it. And it's, so much energy like it's so freaking good it'll be the best 60 minutes if you're like struggling with instagram be the best 60 minutes you ever spend and if you end up in the course it'll be even better but the master class is dope exactly yeah that's it cool come join yeah one thing i want to add just on that master class is um yeah i'm gonna give you like this one that's happening on the 28th that one's gonna be live but if you're listening to this podcast after the 28th the I'm going to just give a replay link. So if they're listening yeah, to just send our DM. Future, well, it'll, it'll be, I'll just give it to you and you can just maybe tweak this. this yeah. Notes. Yeah. I probably can do that. Does that make sense? If not, send, send your DM, right? Totally. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. Um, and that's what, that's what we got this time around. So we'll catch up again next week. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.